Welcome back, 2022. Here we are, baby. We're in the freaking swing of things. It's beginning. We can't take it back. Time continues. There's no stopping it. <laughs> what a treat. What a treat. I don't know about you guys, but I stayed in this New Year's. I stayed in. I watched TV. I played Quiplash. It's a fun game online uh, that you can play with friends. Did a little bit of that. A lot of hijinks ensued, as you can imagine. What? Yeah, I had so much sexual intercourse. I can hardly walk or sit. It's overwhelming. Um, No, I didn't do any of that. I was pretty celibate this past week. Uh... But I ate some good food. Shout out to Trader Joe's. You know, sometimes I'm sleeping on Trader Joe's and sometimes I'm awoken by the Trader Joe's. I posted this on my Instagram story, but I'm still a little bit bitter about not getting the job right after high school. I walked into a Trader Joe's. I was wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt because you know how they say dress for the job you want. Apparently not at Trader Joe's. They don't care if you're in a Hawaiian t-shirt. They do not want you to work there. If you're me. So I didn't get the job. But I showed up correctly. And, you know, whatever. Um, But I ate a lot of Trader Joe's. It was very good. I'm still watching this dog. And I'll find out. When this episode comes out, I'll know whether this dog is mine or not. But you guys won't know that until next week. So tune in. Bye, guys. Have a good week. Talk to you later. Um, yeah, I need to make, he keeps, so this is, uh, he was given to us with the name Benno, B-E-N-N-O, which is, sorry if your dog is named that, but it's a terrible name. It doesn't roll off the tongue. If anything, Bento would be a lot cuter, like a little Bento box. Uh, but if we get to keep him, we're renaming him Benjamin, and we're going to call him Benny or Beans or Beanie or whatever the F. I call him Stinkums. Stinkum Binkum. Hi, Stinky Binky. Stinky. Oh, he's so cute. He is so cute. We need to get the first call to action. Here's Here's what's going down with this dog. We have to take him to the vet on Tuesday. And based on that appointment... We will know if we're going to keep him or not. Because here's the thing. The, the foundation that I'm going to, they're like, oh, are you not financially capable of dealing with a dog who might be sick? Because they don't tell you about their health until a week after you've adopted it. Which, in my opinion, seems like uh, that's not very reputable. That's not what a reputable company does, you know? Because you don't want to you don't want to give a dog up to a family who, you know, isn't capable of caring for a dog the way it needs to. You got to let them know beforehand what you're getting into. But they try and, like, spin it back on you in this manipulative way. Because I was like, hey, I know you said that I can't find out about my dog's medical history until a week after I adopt him, which makes no sense. But I was like, you know, I just want to, I want to know what I'm getting into. Uh, And they were like, oh, are you not financially capable of caring for a dog who might need your help? And I'm like, it's not that. I got money. I'm loaded. I'm a walking bank. What rap song is that? Like a walking bank. Oh, look it up, babe. Google it. Like a walking bank. 
rap song. Um, but yeah, I got the cash, okay? What song? Lil Uzi Vert. What does he say? What's the lyric? No, I don't think that's the song. Because I don't think it's the title of the song. It's like a... No, 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 like a walking bank. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you drink. If I go get these bottles, we go alcohol insane. That's the song. What? Do you hear me? Yeah. I like Nicki Minaj's part in that song. She's like, Can I get that trunk? Can I get that? Can I get that? Can I get that? Can I get that margarita on the rock rock? Can I get some around that tray? She goes crazy. I love Nicki Minaj. I love Megan Minaj. She's my favorite rapper, Megan Minaj. That's me, a drunk housewife who tries to sound cool around her friends. I love Megan Minaj. I do love Mickey Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Sorry. I love her. She's crazy. She has like five different personalities. It's very Lady Gaga. <laughs> Stop looking at me. It's very Lady Gaga-esque. Different personas. She's got the Barbie persona. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. Uh, she's got the Barbie persona. The Barbs. She's got... Who else does she have? Babe, look it up. The monster. Monster. Oh, no, 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 monster. It's so fun. You get to, like, cosplay her songs. Each verse, you get to, like, transform yourself into a new character. And I think that's pretty cool. So, anyway. Yeah. Like a walking bank. I got on my day. If I can get new models, we go. I got on soon. All around the world. Do you hear me? Do you like my body? And a Nikki. Ow! Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Um, oh yeah. So, the Dog Foundation non-profit, quote-unquote non-profit, these hoes be driving around in Audis brand new. So you tell me where that profit's going to. Anyway, I'm like, yeah, I'm financially capable of dealing with a dog. The thing is, my sister adopted a dog, like, last year, two years ago. And uh, the dog died not even a year. She didn't even have the dog for a full year and it died. Somewhat unexpectedly. But anyways, it's like, I don't want that to be my first adoption story. If I can prevent, I don't want to be in the hole. There's people who are good at that. There's people who do that. And I'd like to think I, I, I'm capable, but that's just not, I don't want to, I'm on the road, you know, and... I don't want the first few months of my dog adoption, you know, being me trying to rescue this dog from life. It's licking its paws like crazy, so I don't know what that's about. We got to get that checked out. Licks his paws like they're just McDonald's patties on there. He's just <laughs> licking it up. What else? Uh, he's got mats in his hair, which can be taken care of. Uh, and then he's got what? Sometimes he likes to limp on his back leg, but I think he does that for attention. Oh, or it's from him aggressively licking his paws until they hurt. 
and then he kind of has a little lump on his neck, which is concerning. So we'll check that out. But if he's healthy, you better believe mom is trying to keep his ass with me. He's so cute. Um, so yeah, if we get to adopt him, the first thing I'm going to do after is get him groomed, make him look sexy and hot, because zero people have stopped to say that he's cute. No one on the street has ever stopped and asked to pet him. And yeah, my friend's brother, who's a veterinarian, I FaceTimed him to ask questions about this dog, and he said, well, your dog is ugly. And that hurts when it's coming from a doctor. Of dogs. And this is scary. This veterinary doctor is becoming a human doctor. I mean, imagine going in for surgery and your doctor's like, by the way, this would be a lot easier if you were a cat. It's not what I want from a doctor. So he his skills are ugly. What a loser. But yeah, so that's the that's the pup date for you guys. Um, speaking of doctors, I've been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy. And I think on this podcast, on record, maybe two years ago or a year ago, I did the same thing. Or I guess it would be two years ago. I binged Grey's Anatomy and I'm back at it because I'm trying to relive it through my boyfriend's eyes. I want to see his reactions. I want to see his reactions. I want to see his reactions to all the craziness that goes on in that show. Also, incredible soundtrack. Also, so much juicy drama, hot sex, doctor terms. I don't have my health insurance anymore, so this show has been very informative to me. V-fib. Aorta. GI doctor. Yeah. Anyway, the show's good. Are you liking it, boyfriend? He's liking it. He said he only likes he said he only likes watching it because I like watching it, but the only reason I want to watch it is because I want to see his reactions to it. So we're both watching this show for each other yet for no one at the same time. And isn't that what love is? I want to know what love is. I want you to show Mickey Minaj. That's the new my wife. Mickey Minaj. Right, babe? That was good stuff. That's going to be a clip for this episode. Anyway, yeah, we've been dog sitting. We brought our little doggo to uh, Huntington Beach. And we're dog sitting. And he's gotten along great with this other dog. The other dog is a massive tank. It's a giant Labrador. It's like almost 100 pounds. This thing's girthy. It's buff. Like, it's only 100 pounds, but it carries it as though it was a 300-pound Samoan bouncer at a club. This dog doesn't take shit from anyone. You feel his presence. He's, he's a cute dog. I'll give him that. He's cute as hell, but... He's a runner. I almost lost this dog. Oh, my God. <gasps> okay. So when we first got the dog, they were like, oh, your dog is a flight risk. Is that what they said? Flight risk. I'm like, he ain't flying commercial. I'll tell you that, sweetie. I mean, today's just not a day for comedy for me. I'm I'm trying to swing, and it's just miss, miss, miss. Sorry, folks at home. 
But, uh, yeah, so they said that the dog is a flight risk. And I said, Delta or United? I'm going to kill myself. Just kidding. Guys, don't do that. Seriously, listen to Logic's song about that in your life will change. Anyway, the dog is a flight risk and... You know, then we got to hang out with the dog and we'd open the door and the dog, you know, wouldn't run out. And he's gotten so great. And I've never seen him have any sort of sign of running away. I take him off the leash when we get into my apartment building and let him run up to the door. And he always does. He doesn't try and run away. So in my head, I'm like, they just didn't get to know him as well as I have, you know. They weren't, they weren't, you know, registering the energies and bonding the way that we've been. So I'm like, he's not a flight risk. He's fine. Then we're dog sitting. We take this dog and the dog at the house for a nice little walk. And there's a school. And this is on New Year's Day, right? Yeah, Saturday. So school's out. Uh, no one's there. There's a big field. So I was like, you know what? Did I let the dog go or did the dog fall out of my hands? I unleashed him. Yeah, I took the leash off. Because I was like, he'll get to run around. He hasn't, I haven't seen him like just run around in a giant field. So I'm like, I'll let him go. He'll come back. He's a good boy. And he took off. He wasn't even in the grass. He started running from classroom to classroom. And I was like freaking out because I don't know if the entire field, like the entire campus is enclosed. So I'm like, there's a good chance that I'm never going to see this dog again. And I just lost a dog, potentially killed a dog uh, because I wanted him to just have fun in the field. Old Yeller style. Pow. Um, but uh, yeah, he ran off and I'm so out of shape. I tried running after him. My chest feels like You know, it feels like I'm sucking air out of a tiny straw with a hole in it. I'm like, (laughs) my lungs feel tiny. Oh, I was so out of shape. I couldn't keep up with him. And then finally, he kind of just stopped and waited for me, which unfortunately makes me want to do it again a little bit. Sorry, but I kind of want to let him off leash again because I've never seen him run like that. He's really come alive these past three weeks. Haven't you, little sticky, pinky, pinky, sticky, stickies? My little Mickey Nanage. Are you my little Mickey Nanage? Yeah. Oh, I love having a dog, though. I want to keep him. But it's annoying because you have to make this whole video like, choose me, pick me, love me. That's a Grey's Anatomy quote. Um, but that's how I feel. I have to make this video and like, obviously you have to be a little bit fake in it. Cause I can't just be like, watch my last two episodes of my podcast. I'm in love with this guy. And clearly he's obsessed with me. I have to be like, it feels like I'm filming an audition for a reality TV show. Like, what's up guys? My name's Allie. I'm 26 years old. I live in Los Angeles, California. And I think this dog would be great for me because we're both just chill vibes. We both love running off leash. We're both sluts. It's so annoying and I have to film it. I have to film my boyfriend because we spend so much time together and I would be like, this is my boyfriend. He rocks. Just don't put him and the dog around peanut butter if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) 
but it's really corny and I'm like overthinking it because I want to keep this dog. But I don't know how to make like a casual video that just shows you have to you have to talk about why you think you're the perfect fit for this dog. And in my head, I'm like, well, I just am like, I know why. But then as soon as you have to film yourself doing it, you're like, I think I'm a good fit for this dog because, um, you know, I'm just at a point in my life where I'm ready to like settle down and just like, I don't know. It feels so corny. Do you want to be my doggy? Okay, I can't keep bringing him into the studio or else I'm going to talk to him the whole time. Look at him. He's just a little angel. Um, yeah. So that was the week. I'm trying to think. Oh, ooh, this is a good one for you guys at home. Let me know in the comments below what you think about this. So me and my boyfriend, New Year's Day, we went to go get poke. First meal of the new year. A little poke bowl. Poke. This is uh, Matthew McConaughey if he lived in Hawaii. Poke, poke, poke. Get it? It's like all right, but kind of a different twist. Yeah, SNL, I'm available whenever. This is such a painful episode. Should I just title this episode Cringe? Cringe cast? It's so good. Um, yeah, so we got poke. It's like saying Karate. Like, you just want to say karate, but it's not accurate. And so you have to make the decision of being a douche or being uh, not a douche. Karate. So we got poke. Poke. It's like the teacher from, uh, what's the show, South Park? Okay. Poke. Guys, 2022 is going to be my year. I can't. Oh, okay. I have to tell the poke story. Um, but then I have to tell this crazy story where I think I'm a witch. That's the caption. That's the title of this video. Mm, I think I'm a witch. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I guess I'll tell the witch story. So, you know, it's the new year. You got the countdown to midnight. Me and my boyfriend, we did the New York countdown. We kissed at 8 p.m. California time. We were watching it on CNN or whatever, whatever channel Katy Perry was on. And, uh, and so we kissed. We did the whole thing. And then we were watching Grey's Anatomy around like 11. And I'm like, oh, babe, it's two minutes away. And so then uh, I check my phone again and it was 11.59 and I'm like, fuck, I don't know when it became 11.59. So randomly I just started counting down as if I knew what the time was. And I start from 30 and I'm just like, 30, 29, 28. And all of a sudden I get to like 3, 2, 1 and it still says 11.59. And I swear to God, as soon as I said one, it turned to midnight. So, I think uh, 2022 is going to be my year. That feels like a pretty good sign. I counted it in. I'm in tune with the new year. I'm synced up. Mercury's in my pussy. And my pussy's in Gatorade. Retrograde. And, yeah, I have a good feeling. Ooh. 
that this year's gonna be a good year. We're all gonna live forever, and no one's gonna be mad at anyone else. This year's the year. We're gonna have fun. No one has guns. We all just love. Go out and dance with a stranger. Cause it's all plur. We love it, her. That was written by Mickey Minaj. Call back. That's comedy gold right there. Um, but yeah, I think this year will be a good year despite uh, everything else going on. <laughs> I love saying that. Despite everything else going on. As if uh, everything else is not that big of a deal. Despite everything going on, this year's going to be a good year. What am I even saying? Okay, so we got Poke on New Year's Day. And let me know in the comments below what you think about this. Because the girl who's working at the Poke spot. And if you're a fan, I mean, I really don't think so at all. But just in the off chance that you happen to be listening to this episode. You know, she's very high energy, very sweet, which was nice. But she was like smiling the whole time. Have you ever been at like a quick service type of restaurant, like a place where you order at the counter and then they just call out your name and you have to become the server for yourself? It was like that, but she was just smiling at everything. And it was, you know, just a, it was a weird vibe. It was, too, you know, when people are too friendly, too polite and you're like, do you know something sick and twisted that I don't? What secrets are you keeping? My boyfriend was like, oh, it's just flirty. And I'm like, no. Because she was doing it with me, too. And she was doing it with the other customers I was watching. And it was just this, like, this, like, like one of those smiles that just doesn't go away even when she's talking. And you're like, hey, um, can I get a Pokeball? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's awesome. What Pokeball would you like? I'm like, uh, just like ahi tuna and rice. And she's like, awesome. Any uh, toppings? It's just too much, you know. Right? It was a lot. I'm not insecure. Take my man. Take my man, poke girl. It was just too much. I love a little smile before and after. But when I'm ordering, wipe that smile off your face. This is serious business. We're talking ahi tuna, we're talking brown rice, we're talking cucumbers, we're talking ginger, we're talking the fish eggs, we're talking all of it. The shoyu sauce. Put that smile away. This is serious business right here. So let me know in the comments below what you think. Do you like when people are super happy and nice or does it kind of also freak you out? I think in the new year it'd be good to, you know, be a little more polite with people you know, give people more time, strangers, when they ask you questions in public or whatever the case may be. You're just giving a little extra, like, finger guns. Um, but when it's just, I don't know, something about it was off. Maybe she was a sex-trafficked poke server, and now I'm just being rude. I don't know. I don't know, Korean, I don't know. This is what happens when I drink a sugar-free Red Bull before the pod. I'm just going off the rails right now. I'm sorry, guys. But 
I have an idea for you. And let me know in the comments below what you think. As seeing as it's the new year, a lot of people make resolutions. A lot of people break resolutions. A lot of people don't make resolutions and going even further into their bad, you know, patterns and behavior. And I'm very susceptible to that. You know, that's very much me. I need, you know, big motivation in order to do things. I call myself lazy. I don't know if that's just being mean or if it's accurate. Uh, But I had an idea for myself and anyone can join in. But I think this year on the podcast, I want to try and do some sort of, not resolution, but some sort of, um, some sort of habit or routine or, you know, lifestyle change each week. I don't know if a week is too short. A month feels too long. But, oh, maybe bi-weekly. Let me know what you guys think, because I don't, that's the beautiful thing about the New Year's. You don't have to make all the changes January 1st, baby. You could just start brewing. Start Let the ideas start brewing. Keep up that, you know, motivation for it. You don't got to do it all right now. I just say El Pollo Loco, you know, so you don't got to be all eating clean and whatever. But I did get one burrito instead of two. So progress, babes. Um, but my idea was to have people vote in the YouTube comments. You know, you guys can all throw out suggestions of something that I can try doing for two weeks straight or one week straight. Got to figure that one out. I think one week is good because then it's not overwhelming to me. You know, if I don't like what I'm doing, I can just be like, well, I only have to do it for seven days. But essentially my idea, hear me out. Let me know what your thoughts are. Send me a message via the comments on YouTube. Um, Here's my idea. Like... You know, we got to figure out if it's going to be for the full month, if, you know, it's going to be for just a week, and then I can talk about it each week on the podcast, or if it's going to be bi-weekly to see what two weeks feels like. But the idea is that you guys all comment some sort of lifestyle change or healthy habit or whatever. You leave the comment on my YouTube uh And then in the comments, people can vote in the highest voted lifestyle slash like new habit uh, that's the highest voted will be what I do for the following week. So I'll probably have to pick the first one on my own. I have to figure out the timing because I record these like two days before it comes out. I got to really sit down and think about this, but that's my idea. Let me know what you think. Let me know uh, also what you think my first lifestyle change should be slash habit and it'll probably happen in the next two episodes or next episode I gotta figure it out but yeah so you know the ideas are like try being vegan for a week or try not using your phone for a week which I know I kind of already tried that but I didn't like I did I cut back on it but I was still kind of I wasn't you know You know what I mean? This will be hardcore because now the only way that I get things done is through the eyes of um, strangers' validation. That's the only thing that will get me to do this. But uh, with that being said, 
If you're out there listening and you're like, I want to make healthy changes, but like, what's the point? You can do it with me. And then we both get strangers validation. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm thinking. Um, and I wanted to read some people's, you know, some ideas. This is what people on Instagram were saying, what changes they've made in their life that, because also as you guys probably know, if you've listening, if you've been listening to, you know, like the last year of this podcast, mama's mental health is, you know, up and down. She's all over the place. So I want to use this to try and improve my life, see which things work, see what I like doing, what sticks, what makes a positive impact on my life. And we can go on this journey together and find out what really makes us happy, what brings us peace and joy and happiness. Isn't that gorgeous? A lot of people said walking their dog. Now, I already do that. Uh, I already walk this dog. If I get to keep him, I'll continue walking him. But uh, I think with that, I would need to, you know, revise it a little bit because other suggestions were like walking for a mile a day or something like that. So I think I need to be more specific. Um, uh, Yeah, so one of the ideas could be like walking either 10,000 steps every day for seven days or two weeks or a month, whatever we decide, um, or walking one mile every day or just walking for an hour every day, something like that. I need to be more specific because just walking my dog, I could walk my dog around the block and sure it helps more than me just sitting inside, not walking my dog, but I want to do things that are a little bit more challenging. I want to, because I think that's where the growth comes from. It comes from doing things that you don't want to do, things that are uncomfortable. That's when like you really feel a difference, you know? Like, when I got sober, I mean, first of all, just not drinking was challenging. So now I feel, you know, great relief and great happiness and joy from the challengingness, from the difficulty of not drinking. Um, And then, like, what else did I, like, oh, like, things that, like, calling people on the phone, calling people on the phone seem like such a big chat. I'm like, why can't I just text people? But calling, there's something, you know, vintage about it. There's more effort to it. Uh, and it feels good. It's something that I don't want to do, but every time I do it, I feel so much better for it. Small things. Um, okay. So, oh, Uh, my buddy Casey, former manager of the Tempe Improv, who is now opening up a club in San Diego, hopefully sometime soon, he says charging his phone overnight in another room so he doesn't stay scrolling on Instagram. And that kind of bleeds into another suggestion someone gave where they said, uh, at night before bed, being off the phone, not watching TV, And, like, I think maybe an hour before bed, reading a book and drinking tea. Now, first of all, that's just cute. It looks cute. If I'm watching a movie about my life, me laying in bed, drinking a little chamomile, reading a little book, that sounds pretty adorable. Me watching Grey's Anatomy for the third time in my sweatpants that I've been wearing all day, not as cute for the movie. You know? It's not like a blockbuster. So, gotta think about it that way. Um, 
swimming every day. I mean, that's just, if you have a pool, sure, or you live by a body of water, but I can't really swim. You know what I'd like to try too? Cold showers every day, Wim Hof style. I like Wim Hof because he says fully in, like as in your breath, but he has a cool little accent. So it sounds like he says fully in, like Julian, but with an F. Fully in. I love Wim Hof. He's crazy. A lot of people said exercise, um, but again, need to be more specific with these uh, instructions, you know? Does exercise look like walking my dog every day for an hour or 10,000 steps or uh, a mile? Or does exercise look like fucking weight training, picking up those weighted things? What are those called? Weights? No, but the ones that you don't know the ones that you uh, the weightlifters when they grab the big ones with the bar with the big weights on the side of them and they put it over their head and they drop it to the floor. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's like deadlifting, but I don't know. Just weight weight bar. Um, A lot of people said getting eight hours of sleep, which has got to be difficult because if you're used to sleeping less than eight hours, how do you train? How do you trick yourself or train yourself into sleeping longer? I don't know how often I sleep. But I guess with that comes a schedule. So getting eight hours of sleep, I would have to, you know, get to bed at the same time every night. Oh, this person says glass of hot water first thing in the morning. But I think you're supposed to do that with lemons. That's really good for you. Um, Someone said drumming to get out any anger or as like a nice distraction. That could be fun. Drumming for a week. Oh, see, this one's hard. Cut out bullshit like candy. Not, I don't, not, I don't really eat candy, but they said keep bread intake as low as possible. That would be pretty hard. The first thing you should do after waking up is immediately make your bed. I make my bed every day, but I think that is a helpful tip to do it right after I wake up. That way, I'm not just laying in bed for a while. Ooh, this is a good one. This is something I would want to try. Pre-cook your meals on Sunday, says Russell in Alberta. Do a little meal prep? That's intimidating to me. That's intimidating to me. But that's something that I've always wanted to do because, you know, then you're just on top of shit. You're eating good. You're eating healthy. You've got it all prepared. Journaling, that's something I want to try doing every morning or night. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, there's so many good ones. Yoga, 30 minutes a day. Uh... Yeah, reading. Yeah, I mean, there's so many good ones. I would love to hear what you guys say in the comments below. If there's one that you want to see, let me know in the comments below. Be specific. If it gets the highest amount of thumbs up, then that's what I'll start with. You heard it here first, baby. 2022, we're switching things up. We're doing things differently. It's weird. I feel like uh, every New Year's, 
you know, it's kind of hard after the holidays. You need almost like this long reset. It feels like emotionally and just whatever. And then by March, I'm like feeling fired up again. I'm like, let's go. Like, let's do this. But I want to get a head start on that. So I'm kind of making these goals. I'm making these little, you know, mood boards, manifestation boards about things that I want. I want to go on one vacation a year. That's what I want. I want one vacation a year. I want one solo trip, not like a vacation, just one solo trip where I'm alone with myself and my thoughts and I'm challenged. You know, I learn things about myself kind of, you know, into the wild style. Uh, I want to, I want to put out like a 30 minute comedy special, either just, you know, on my own YouTube channel or if someone wants to take it, Netflix, HBO, Showtime. Uh, and then I want to write every day, whether it's comedy or not. I just want to keep my brain juices flowing. I want to play more board games. Because that's just fun. Good old-fashioned fun. I want to uh, save more money. Be more financially responsible and smart. Because Mama wants to get a house. Mama wants a house. Mama wants a home. Uh, What else did I put on my goals list? There was more. But I'm trying to just come up with it as I go. I'm taking things slow this year, but I'm also being proactive. You know what I mean? That makes sense. I'm not, like, being lazy. I'm just taking my time with things. I'm not rushing to come up with an answer. I'm just letting the answers come to me. Whoa, am I Matthew McConaughey right now? I feel Matthew McConaughey. Poke, poke, poke. Right, babe? Woof. I mean, TBH, I don't really have much to say this week. You know, it was the holidays. Uh... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just happy to be alive. Ooh, gratitude. That could be another one. Writing gratitude lists every day. What am I grateful for? Yeah, that's a good suggestion. That came straight from my mouth. Um, but I want to let you guys know that I'm doing stand-up comedy. Mama's back. And she's better than ever. I'm going to be in Denver this month. Please buy tickets. Don't wait until the last minute. I want to know if you're going to be there. Go to AllieMikofsky.com slash shows. Come out. See me in Denver. I'll be there January 20th through the 22nd. I'll be at the Denver Comedy Works. Last time I was there was right before the C word happened. And that cunt took my shows away from me. I uh, was in Denver for one night. And then the lockdown in L.A. was about to happen. And I had no idea what a lockdown was. So I was like, get me out of here. I don't want to be locked down in Denver, not able to go home. So I went home and uh, lived with my mom. What a blast. Uh, So now I'm coming back. My triumphant return. COVID's over. I get to go back to Denver. Nothing to worry about. So I'll be in Denver January 20th through 22nd. Please come see me. Denver's the best. Denver rocks. 
And then I'm going to be in San Francisco. I'm going to be in Corpus Christi. I'm going to be in Sacramento. I'm going to be in Philadelphia. And more dates will be added. So I might be coming to your city pretty soon. I really want to go to Florida. I'm going to put that on my goals list. Is that on anyone's goals list? Just mine? Go to Florida? I haven't been in a long time. I love it. But, uh... Yeah, so hopefully I'll see you guys soon on the road. Let me know in the comments below if you like this idea, what you think it should be, any suggestions, and definitely let me know what my first challenge should be in order to get my 2022 uh, on the right track. I love you. Stay safe. Be well. God bless. Merry Christmas. Mwah. Bye. Oh my friends, it's big I'm dead.